Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and with me this week is the wonderful Katie Leinecke. Hello, Katie. Hello, Martha. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's so wonderful to have you back on the show. I'm very happy to be here. Um, Katie has done two episodes with us before this. Um, she did The Magic Box, which I highly recommend listening to, and The ki- the Kindness episode, which I also highly recommend listening to. Both of those were absolutely wonderful. Just Thank like you. you. <laughs> wow. So nice to be here. Even nicer than before. For those <laughs> listeners that are joining us at this point, uh, let's have just like a little snippet of background about you. Yes. Um, I have been a nanny in the Chicago area for about five years now. I am a nanny house manager technically. I'm also a preschool teacher from eight to two and now I nanny house manage from two to six. Uh, Busy day. Yes. I went to school to originally study acting and cinema studies. And then I left and then I remembered, oh, wow, I actually love working with children more than I love this. (laughs) So I went back to school and I got my teaching certificate for early childhood education. Thank you. Yeah. And she is putting it to very good use. I assure you, all my listeners. (laughs) Great. Well, this week we are going to be talking about allergies Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and I really wanted to do this episode right before Halloween because allergies become a huge issue Mm -hmm. uh, during Halloween Um, for kids for adults it's a all-around major issue yeah and it makes it really scary actually pun pun intended and pun achieved yeah I know in the 80s there was like all the fright of like razor blades mm-hmm, and stuff, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. However, uh, for kids with allergies, that's it doesn't have to be a razor blade. Yeah. It can be an almond. Right. Exactly. <laughs> to the same effect, actually probably worse effect. Yeah. Um, which is sad and scary. So one of the reasons that I also wanted to do this episode in general is that I personally have life-threatening allergies. Mm-hmm. I'm allergic to nuts, I to tree nuts, which All we'll, the good talk, nuts. we'll talk about that in a second, um, the difference between tree nuts and peanuts. Um, but I have had 
Trina allergy my entire life. Mm-hmm. I carry an EpiPen for it actually because of Katie. Because I'm a bully and a friend. Because <laughs> she, she and I uh, were roommates and I did not have an EpiPen and she <laughs> felt uncomfortable with that fact. And uh, I told everyone. And she told <laughs> my now fiance, then boyfriend. She told my parents. She teamwork it. <laughs> she was very loud about it until I acquired an EpiPen, yes. Which was very kind of you. Yes, Martha Thank was you. also like, you can have nuts in the house. And I was like, not without an EpiPen, lady. You better get an EpiPen. And I did say, just keep them in the freezer. Which, that was an interesting fact. I had not known that before. Yeah. Uh, I have found that it is helpful when uh, nuts are in the house to have them in the freezer. Uh, and in the same idea, the reverse of that cooking with nuts in a house with someone who has allergies is bad news bears mm-hmm. um, because the oils, the oils yeah. then get into the air uh, a lot stronger than if you mm-hmm. if they're just out which is also bad news bears if someone has a life-threatening allergy yeah. just don't have them out but uh, if you must have them out then don't cook with them. Must have is such a strong phrase. No yes. one must have them out. That's I can't true. imagine a scenario where you must have nuts out. Yes. Um, however, as I mentioned on the first uh, episode, I kind of got started in nannying in Chicago because of my allergies. Mm-hmm. Um, the family that I started with, they, uh, the two children in that family have severe allergies to tree nuts and peanuts. Mm-hmm. And then the next child that I nannied, uh, also had severe allergies to tree nuts and peanuts. And, uh, and they trusted me because I knew what I was doing. Yeah. I know how to look at packaging. Mm-hmm. I know how to avoid things. In fact, I pointed out to, a mom of one of the children uh there was a rash on her child and she was like I can't figure out where this is coming from and I looked at her hand lotion Mm -hmm. and her hand lotion had almond oil in it and so when she would touch him after putting on that lotion get a contact yeah he would Mm -hmm. get a contact reaction because it was happening in such weird spots and I was like oh this is why interesting Mm mm-hmm Martha, so, <laughs> allergy detective. That's at my your name. <laughs> Don't wear it out. Um, and then Katie has also nannied for a family with severe allergies. Yes, actually, and I I got that job just because I'm a worrier, and uh, the little boy. There were two children in that family. Now there are three, and the parents have allergies, and they had um, the son was coming over to a play date at the house that I had nannied for at the time and I was wigged out because he had serious allergies and so I contacted her beforehand and I I asked her for the list of things he was allergic to Um, I wiped down we Cloroxed all the counters that morning before they showed up and um, I when they came I told her we had Cloroxed them and I asked her you know do you have an EpiPen I'd asked her to bring one she was like, wow, you're really on top of this. I <laughs> I should probably tell more people when they go over for play dates that this is an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and she needed someone one day a week. And it actually worked out with my schedule that I did a 10-hour day with them. And their youngest son ended up with pretty serious allergies as well to different things. Uh, they had about 12 each different allergens that they were allergic to. Wow. Which was really intense. That is really yeah. intense. 
Um, and finding, I'm sure, snacks on mm-hmm. the go was very difficult. I have yeah. found that to be true. Um, though these days there are a lot more options just on the shelf in the mm-hmm. grocery store. There are um, some really good granola bars that are not processed mm-hmm. in facilities with, facilities mm-hmm. with nuts um, that you can find in a grocery yeah. store. Chocolates too. A lot of chocolate, like even M&M's sometimes are processed in facilities with nuts. And Mm -hmm. there are, I think in Wisconsin, actually, there are a lot of chocolatiers who don't process with nuts. And that's kind of a special thing. That is. There's also the Vermont Chocolate Company. Yes, it is. I, the family that I nannied for with one child with allergies Mm -hmm. every year for Christmas they get me a box of assorted chocolates from there and it's like the best and I keep hinting to Logan to get it for me I'll help him (laughs) I'll help him we'll all help each other if it happens um (laughs) because I love them because it is so that you if you have if you ever nanny a child with allergies it there is a an embarrassment mm-hmm. and a and a, a risk to really any food mm-hmm. um, that comes with it, and sometimes I put it as I I don't want to throw up today, yeah, um, because if I eat something with an like that's even touched something mm-hmm. with one of my allergens in it, uh, then. I immediately know and I go make myself throw up because if I don't, it's much worse because I can feel exactly where it is in my digestive system at any given moment. Um, And I take uh, two Benadryls right then and Mm -hmm. just try to sleep it off. Mm -hmm. But that's if I have a bite of something that has touched. Yeah. You know, if I actually take a bite of a nut, then it's a much different Funny story about deal. Martha's allergies. When we met, uh, we were working on a play and her Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. Her love interest in the play decided to insert a kiss where there has there was no kiss in the script, but that's neither here nor there. Right. She's a total babe, so good for her. Um and she actually started to have a reaction that night. I did. And she asked him the next day, she said, did you have any nuts maybe the day before? And what did he say he had, like a sundae or a... No, it was a drink with hazelnut from Starbucks. Oh, right. He had a... Yes. And she was was like... like a hazelnut um, flavored... I had an allergic reaction last night. So if you could not have that before or like brush your teeth and wash, you know, like just... Don't Just do that before take you... Take care of your scene partner. Yeah. Before you show up and kiss me. Because... Without warning. Right. That would be And great. even if we don't kiss, uh, we had to talk in yeah. close proximity, which yeah. that can also be an issue. Yeah. And in- one of the really scary things about allergies is... Uh, it's totally unpredictable. So you could ingest a nut and have very little happen to you, and then someone could touch the nut oil to you somehow like they there are these horrifying stories about the people who kissed and they had had like a peanut butter sandwich six hours prior and they killed their significant other because there was the oil on their lips somehow still and mm-hmm. it's I mean it's very unpredictable and that's the truly scary thing about allergies is you can have very little reaction when you do have a reaction and then one time it's it's enough yes exactly and weirdly the further between reactions the worse they get but then you also don't want to have a reaction every other day Mm -hmm. so it's a a little tightrope walk that you do with allergies but 
if you are nannying a child with allergies, understand that it can be embarrassing. Yeah. And never, ever, ever make them feel ashamed for you having to do extra work to keep them safe. Mm-hmm. That is your job. Yeah. You should, and you should take honor and pride in that and tell them when they are feeling nervous about it, you say, you know what? I like doing this because I love you and I want you to be safe. I'm Mm -hmm. so happy to do this. I just care about you. And that makes them, it takes that feeling of being a burden off of the child and makes them feel like what you're doing is out of an act of love. And really it should be. Yes, it should be. And, uh, it's, it's gone through, it's, it's a lot better Mm -hmm. than it used to Mm be. Um, because I was telling Katie before we started recording, my parents didn't really believe that I had a nut allergy sure. until I was 12. Sure. Um, because it wasn't common, mm-hmm. uh, as common then. And also, they just let me avoid things with nuts in them. Right. And so, which that was kind of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they thought that I just didn't like nuts. Yeah. Um, That's actually a pretty common belief now, too, still. Yeah. Which I don't like the taste of nuts. That's true. Mm-hmm. But it's because they can kill me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe a little taste aversion there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it definitely is. Because uh, people often say like oh but hazelnut's so good and I'm like it's not to me yeah it doesn't actually very bad it actually tastes gross in my mouth yeah and it makes my mouth feel fuzzy that's interesting Mm -hmm. um one more note on the um embarrassment the family that I nannied for with allergies they would call ahead at restaurants because they had had issues where they say they're not friendly and um you really need to talk to these places that you're going to eat because even if because even if they're nut friendly, they also sometimes are not as nut friendly as they think they are, mm-hmm. and they're trying to um, like some families need a totally different surface for the food to be prepared on. Yes, and it's really embarrassing. They had had to get up and leave before, and the child's crying. He feels terrible. He wanted to eat out. The staff's annoyed, and it's really. If you can find a special place to eat that really caters and cares about your children's or your allergies, that's a really um, special facility to go to and to keep going to and to tell them how much you appreciate it. Yes. And also in that same vein, I I have personally been lied to by a mm. waiter who just didn't ask. Um, I said, are there nuts in this? And she looked me in the eye and said, no. No, she did not. She did. Because I even went out of my way to say, I have an allergy to nuts. Mm -hmm. Are there nuts in this? And given this was when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And so I think I was 14 at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was also a different culture. But... uh, but also not cool waitress make sure that especially if you're taking care of children you are their voice Mm -hmm. make sure that you express that it has to be nut free um and the glove change needs to happen the surfaces need to be clean Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. and with children with allergies i often don't take them out unless the parents specifically say this is a place we go to we trust them we feel mm-hmm. comfortable there yeah yep or if they know because in that same idea they know that uh there aren't any nuts right in that um for example i think Potbelly doesn't yeah. have nuts some of their chips are baked in peanut oil, peanut oil but they're shipped in and they're packaged yeah. so Different that's okay facility. we just order yeah. Different chips. 
in that idea of being the voice for the child that you are nannying for play dates, mm-hmm. um, under making sure that where you are going understands how serious the allergy is mm-hmm. and that they are doing things like making sure that there are no nuts out uh there all the surfaces have been cleaned Mm -hmm. like katie mentioned Mm -hmm. that she did for the family that was coming over and also checking all of the ingredients yeah and anything that you plan to serve a lot of times kids with allergies will bring their own food yeah but just in case yeah um a lot of play places if you are meeting at like a play place, a lot of play places are now peanut free. Yeah, which, which is, is nice. wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's really, really great. Uh, but making sure, calling ahead, yeah, things like that mm-hmm. uh, to ask because there are allergies. A lot of the severe allergies are airborne. So mm-hmm. if the facility at all has peanuts mm-hmm. in it, then that's not an enjoyable play experience. No, no. Uh, and, and, and making sure that anyone that is hosting you understands that, that it's not, they can't eat a nut. It's that your child cannot have a peanut butter sandwich. Exactly. Yeah. We've had, uh, I know Martha and I've had play dates too. The little girl, um, I nanny for now. I've, when we started, I kept telling her like, when we go to the zoo, you can't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or you can, but you can't because she used to love to open her sandwich up. Oh, and I yeah. said, you can have it, but you need to keep it closed. And we're going to need to wipe down your hands afterwards with soap and water or a wet one. Mm-hmm. or And we're going to Clorox the surface we eat on because it's a really serious thing for many people. And we need to, I think, making other children who don't have the allergies aware of it mm-hmm. is really important too so that they can help keep their friends safe because eventually they get to middle school and that's a very difficult place to have allergies. And I feel like children egg each other on at that age and they want them to, oh, come on, you should do it. It'll be fine. And it's scary. It's a real fear for parents who have children with allergies. It's it's frightening to think that they might be at a party and either absentmindedly or purposefully eat something with nuts in it. Mm-hmm. On a dare mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. someone thinking, oh, you can do it. It's You're- fine. Yeah. 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 What? You'll be a little itchy? It's fine. Side note, I should tell you later about my idea for when people with allergies are drunk in college. I have a great idea for an app. Great. I know. Someone can develop it. You don't need to give me any money. Okay. Just make the world a better place. Well, or you can get all their money. I think that you should get all the money. Copyright Katie Leineke. There you go. (laughs) I like that. Switcheroo. (laughs) Uh, And then also... Uh, taking care of a nanny mm-hmm. that has allergies. I know ha- I've had to have several somewhat serious conversations with uh, families that I've nannied for mm-hmm. that don't have any allergies, that right. are lucky enough to not have children with allergies and they themselves don't mm-hmm. have allergies. And just talking to them about things like you can't have nuts out in the house Mm -hmm. uh things like in the car because children spill and so if it's the car the family car that i'm going to be driving Mm -hmm. the kids can't have nuts in the car Mm -hmm. um and they can't have i can't serve anything with nuts in it um a few times one of the mothers she suggests food uh and we don't have to stick to it but 
she suggests things yeah and she suggested things with nuts and them not even thinking about it like there was mm-hmm. um pesto sauce pine on nut. something and that's yeah. pine nut but also in pesto a lot of times they'll use walnuts oh really mm-hmm. see i'm being educated right now yeah and pine nut i actually am not allergic to though that mm-hmm. can be an allergy yeah it is but yeah. walnuts i am for sure allergic yeah. to and so something like a fish with a pine nut or with a pesto sauce on it mm-hmm. or a pasta with a pesto sauce on it is not something that I can serve Yeah, um, because you have to heat it up and then that's airborne allergies yeah. or almond milk where I actually would never touch it, but you're working with a toddler yeah. and if they spill it slash when they spill it slash when they definitely spill it, <laughs> uh, it, I cannot clean it up. Yeah. So then that is a mess that has to stay there for the rest of the day. Yeah. Pumping allergens into the air. So I chose to make the world water. a dangerous place. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Making the kitchen a non option for me. Yeah. Time to go to the basement. Yep. For the rest of the day. Really till, till your dad comes home and rescues us. <laughs> um, so that just taking care of your nanny mm-hmm. also uh hand creams that because a lot of times uh for rations and things Mm -hmm. they will ask you to parents will ask you to put uh a certain cream on their child's rash and I can't I have to always check Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I have to make sure and sometimes I can't do it because there's almond oil in it yeah because for people that are not allergic almond oil is a great option yeah but for me it's not yeah uh, and I have to put it on my hands to get on the child's body. So <laughs> that's kind of a catch 22. It there. really <laughs> is. And so just thinking about that, um, and, and also, uh, keeping an EpiPen. I keep EpiPens at the place that I nanny. Yes. Um, I have them in my purse, but I also have them in the diaper bag. Yes. Important. Mm-hmm. And always, this is my little caveat about EpiPens. I religiously checked their expiration dates. Yes. And I have found some before uh, and I set them aside and I told the mom, I sent her a text message after I had gone home because I had forgotten to talk to her about it. And I said, oh, the EpiPens on the basket, they're expired. Uh, I'm assuming you know that. I don't know if they're testers or, and she was like, I did not know. Thank you for telling me. Um, And so it's really important to make sure because you if you don't use them, you forget about them. Right. But you really need to be on that because that's a preventative, not really preventative. It's a time buying device. Yes. And you really need to make sure you can still buy yourself the time. Right. Having an expired credit card in your wallet. (laughs) That's great. But when you go to purchase something, it does not it does not do anything. So you need to be on top of it. Yes. Um, And to piggyback on that. It is not a preventative. Mm-hmm. An EpiPen mm-hmm. or an AvaQ, uh, both of those do not stop the allergy. Mm-hmm. They only buy you 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes you have to Epi again. And sometimes you have to Epi mm-hmm. again, which is why they come in two packs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should always carry around both. Yes. Uh, never think that, oh, there's two here because mm-hmm. the whatever. I'll only take one. Right. Always carry around right. both. And when you call 911, you need to ask for an ambulance with epinephrine. And you need to call 911. Imme- yeah. Immediately yeah. because it buys you 15 minutes and then the second one buys you another. So you have 30 minutes, yeah. which sometimes. And some people think that it's fine. They t- uh, So 
I the family that I nannied for with allergies, they had allergy action plans, which I highly recommend asking about if mm-hmm. you're with a family with allergies. And they kept them on the inside of their kitchen cabinets, and it said what they were allergic to, what their plan was with their doctor. Um, and one of them, they so sometimes people Benadryl, mm-hmm. and their doctor actually recommended not doing that because it can mask the signs of a serious reaction, and you oh. don't know if you need to epi. Um, but sometimes, because they were so severe, if you wanted to give them Benadryl and then epi them immediately. Right. And they their theory was when in doubt, epi them. Yes. Because yes. it can turn very dangerous very quickly. And when in doubt, go ahead and go to the hospital. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And yes, I luckily have never uh, had a child mm-hmm. encounter anything that needed an EpiPen. Yeah. Um, but I have needed to give them a Benadryl before, um, which that's interesting to think about not Benadrilling because... Yeah, it can mask the signs. It can mask the signs. They say, too, another thing I learned from that family was if you... You should make sure if your child is staying with someone else, even for a short period of time, that they know how to use an EpiPen. You need to tell them. And you need to make sure they feel comfortable because this family, they were going to leave their boys overnight with their in-laws and they were handing the EpiPen to the grandmother and the grandmother says, Oh, hand that to your father because I could never do that. And the mom was like, really? Because you can't ever be alone with my kids then. Is that really how you feel? And you need to make sure that people agree that they feel comfortable with it because it's really a life saving, you know, it, it buys you the time to save your life. Right. So you need to be able to do that. You need to not be afraid of it. Many children are used to the idea of it. Some of them have been epied many times. Yes. So they're... <laughs> and they certainly have been poked and prodded because mm. if they have allergies and they have an EpiPen, they did the prick test, mm-hmm. which is the worst thing ever. It's your whole back <laughs> on fire because if you have it and you have allergies, then I could feel when they did nuts. I yeah. was like, oh, that was nuts, wasn't it? That and they was, were like, yep. I feel that one. <laughs> um, and so they're used to being poked and prodded. Not that they like it, mm-hmm. but they're going to be fine with yeah. it. Um, and that is a really good point of grandparents. Yes. Because I know as a nanny, sometimes we end up being there when grandparents are mm-hmm. there. And if there is a child with allergies, that is in my experience, one of the most common ways that a child gets something that they're allergic to. Yes. is that they don't believe in it. Right. Is that their grandparents just hand them something like a pretzel filled with peanut butter, which has happened to children that I have nannied, uh, given to them by their grandparents. And I know their grandparents then felt awful, but they just didn't think about it. Sure. Well, they've spent their whole life not thinking about it. Exactly. And they don't think about like, oh, I need to check for the labels. And it's really important, too, because um, labels changed is another thing that family with allergies. I looked at one point, even though they were like, this cabinet's all safe for the boys, I always looked. And one mm-hmm. of them, I was like, oh, this now says it's processed in a facility with tree nuts and nuts. Is that okay? And they were like, nope. Nope. Throw it, it out of there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and also clarifying with the parents, um, because there are different levels of allergies. Mm. So you get a rating one through four. And one is not bad. Like, you can have it. You shouldn't have a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Two is 
kind of the same idea of like really you should maybe this is like a treat yeah type of thing uh three being avoid and then four being avoid at all costs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh and so talking to the parents and making on that uh action that allergy action sheet clear about what things are we must avoid this at all costs and and what things are a three Mm -hmm. because a three processed in a facility is actually okay interesting yeah Yeah. they had they had such severe allergies to such interesting things not only (laughs) tree nuts they had opposite allergies to tree nuts which was very interesting but they also were allergic to different types of beans like sesame Mm -hmm. tahini no hummus Mm -hmm. um any bean that wasn't a green bean they could not have Mm -hmm. um and also mustard Right. And so anytime it said spices, which is everyone's way of saying like salt and pepper, but we don't want to tell you what our secret spice recipe is. They had to call if they wanted their child to have it. And they had to call the the, uh, production company and ask, Mm -hmm. does this include mustard when it says spices? And they'd have to get a yes or no to know if they could even buy the product to begin with. Fascinating. Yeah. It's really interesting. Well, because uh, the... A peanut is actually a legume, which Mm -hmm. is a bean. Mm -hmm. And so if they are allergic to peanuts, they are likely slightly allergic to other beans. Mm -hmm. Um, And then tree nuts are a seed. Mm -hmm. And so and almonds out of tree nuts, almonds are actually closer to mangoes and peaches than they are to other tree nuts. Interesting. Mm hmm. I have found all this out because I had to. Um, so, for example, I am allergic to uh, almonds and tree nuts. Mm-hmm. And also I am slightly allergic to mangoes. Mm-hmm. I have found out because it makes my mouth feel fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm not allergic to peanuts. Interesting. And so because those are a bean and I'm yeah. not allergic to really any beans. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not allergic to sesame, which is a seed. Yeah. And I'm not allergic to... Uh, pine nuts yeah interesting so it's really interesting how they're all interrelated it is yeah and and understanding that is key yeah absolutely which brings us to some resources that you can use to go educate yourself to better take care of the kids you're nannying Mm -hmm. or yourself if you Mm -hmm. have allergies and you don't know about these websites you're welcome (laughs) um so there is uh foodallergy.org is a really really great one um they have a lot of really good information Mm -hmm. and it's well put and resources they have your food allergy field guide it's like so you have a kid with food allergies huh yeah they talk about all of like what you need to know how to avoid certain foods how to avoid cross-contamination how to eat out with food allergies what to tell you know friends and neighbors so right. it's a really great resource. I think it's like 25 pages or something. It's not. It's a little light reading for you. <laughs> um, certainly not a novel. Um, not War and Peace or anything. No. But uh, it's definitely worth a read. Additionally, I would say continue to talk to the doctors of the children if you're allowed to or if the parents, you can ask them questions. You know, I asked to mm-hmm. like I can't remember what it was, but I asked the mom something and she went back and talked to the doctor and she was like, oh, that is an issue. And uh, we found out, too, through that that, oh, it was the hand sanitizer. It was the hand sanitizer. And I said, does that work, too, or does it have to be soap and water? I asked about, you know, if I have something, do I need to brush my teeth? Do I need to mouthwash? Should I wipe down my face? Like, what should I do? Right. Um, 
And so she had like a big list of like how it can live on surfaces for an amount of time versus inside your mouth versus on the outside. And like hand washing is always number one because Mm -hmm. it actually washes away the allergen. Um, Wet ones are really good also for in a pinch if you need to, if you can't wash your hands, wet ones are a good way to remove the allergen. But hand sanitizer actually spreads the allergen around and makes it a more serious issue because you're more likely to encounter it instead of having it in a closed off area or a smaller portion of your space. You just rub it all over your hands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't kill the allergen. It just spreads it out. Right. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a really good tip because I think a lot of people are like hand sanitizer. It kills 99% of germs and And no allergens. (laughs) And no out al- and zero percent of allergens. <laughs> um, that's really good to know. Another good resource is uh, Peanut Free Planet. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. Peanuts being one of the biggest, most serious uh, allergies allergens out there. But the Peanut Free Planet actually has stuff for a lot of different types of allergies. Right. It's not just peanuts, right? Uh, and they have it broken down by baking ingredients and bread and chocolate bars right. and uh, crackers and all these different things. And they have a classroom where you can learn more yeah. and things like that. And so that one and they have seasonal and gifts and gift certificates. So that if you have a kid and with allergies and you're looking for safe things to buy them, they guarantee the safety of their products. That's wonderful. If they say yeah. that it doesn't have something in it, it 100% has never even seen the light of day in the <laughs> same room as that allergen. Yeah. So, uh that's a good one. I would like to say too as someone who works in a school, Uh, My school particularly is nut-free. However, if you have other allergies like beans or tahini, sesame, um, you need to label your lunchbox. Even if the school knows, I think it's really helpful to reinforce it every day. Mm -hmm. I think you should print up cards with a teeny allergy action plan on one side and what the child is allergic to on the other laminate them they can be business card size and give them out to people at play dates yeah and they can turn them back in but it's really important that you inform them what they need to do and how they need to do it and it's even if you tell them and they seem like they know in a moment of crisis they might really want that to look back on so yes i think that's a great point yeah and also at schools which as a nanny, we don't interact with quite as much, but drop off and pick up mm-hmm. happens. And making sure that the whole staff mm-hmm. knows because uh, they can, you know, things happen so fast at schools. A teacher gets sick and calls out that morning mm-hmm. and then a sub is filling in and they don't know that right. your child has allergies right. and then bad things can happen. Right, so, exactly. And especially children that are so young that they can't vocalize it yet, mm-hmm. which in preschools is, happens. Yeah. Um, or just if they're sh- feeling shy that day, yeah. you know, they could not speak up yeah. when they need to. Yeah. And much like much like if you were going home from school or you touch something dirty, how children wash their hands, you should wash your hands on the way into school, even if you don't have allergies, because if you have something on your hands, you should mm-hmm. wash them going in. When I nannied, and I actually had two houses with allergies now that I think about it, and I would wash my hands every time I came into that house. Oh, yeah. Because I love nuts. I think they're delicious. I <laughs> I have nut bars, and I refuse to eat them when I live with Martha. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, but I think it's very important. Just give it, it's worth the 30 seconds to wash your hands, to make sure that that child that you love and that you care for is safe or another child that might enter the house that day. Right. So I think that being aware of it is really the first step and being vigilant. Yes. That's a great word. Vigilant because it, it is something that when you are feeling lazy, Mm. you cannot take seriously. Mm -hmm. And that is when crisis can happen. Yeah. And when you're feeling lazy, you're probably tired and not at 110% to deal with that crisis. So those are the times that you want to prevent the crisis from the jump. I feel totally 100% prepared for this crisis. I feel like no one has ever said that. No one has ever said that. Um, Except maybe Leslie Nope. I think she actually literally Mm -hmm. did say that during the crisis episode. Um, Wonderful. And so another thing that I wanted to talk about, which I kind of teased at the beginning of the episode, but I wanted to touch on Halloween and allergies because it is a season of giving out candy with peanuts and tree nuts and all the things or chocolate. Some kids are allergic to chocolate. Mm -hmm. And so there is on that same website that we talked about, the foodallergy.org, there is they talk about the teal pumpkin project, Mm -hmm. which is a really great thing that is starting to get some footing. And I would love to help spread information about it. Um, If you have any questions post this episode or after you've listened to this episode, you should visit foodallergy.org because they have lots of great information or you're welcome to email me about it and I will put together a little packet for you. Do it. She wants to. Because I care and because I like making packets. (laughs) But so the Teal Pumpkin Project. Every child should be able to experience the joy and tradition of trick-or-treating on Halloween but kids with food allergies are often left out of the fun Mm -hmm. since most candy is off limits. The Teal Pumpkin Project helps make sure all children will come home on Halloween night with something they can enjoy. It just takes one simple act, offering non-food treats such as glow sticks or small toys Mm -hmm. as an alternative to candy. So how you take part is you have non-food treats for Mm -hmm. trick-or-treaters at your house. That's step one is just getting those things. The dollar store has so many packs of fun things that you can give out to kids. Or the dollar section of Target. Or the dollar section of Target. Or the party section of Target because they have those little party favors. And going and getting those and just having them, you can choose to only give out non-candy things, Mm -hmm. which... I bet a lot of parents, even with kids without allergies, would thank you for. Kids will hate you, though. Yes, kids will hate you. Parents will love you. Kids will hate you. But just having a backup supply of non-food related things is a great idea. And to tell trick-or-treaters that you do have those, that you are going to be able to provide non-food treats... Place a teal pumpkin in front of your home to indicate to passersby that you have non-food treats available. They have information about where you can get teal pumpkins. You can also just literally paint a pumpkin teal, mm-hmm. but they they do make them that you can set out in front of your home. You can also display a free printable sign that you can download off the website or a premium poster um, that you, I think, can buy. So we might be out of range to get that in on time. But now that it's 
October 24th. Yes. Although when this gets released, it will be October 31st. Yes. So this is Halloween. Get your teal pumpkins, folks. Yeah. Get your teal pumpkins or just put a sign in the window that says allergy free household. That's all really you have to do and get some allergy friendly things. Absolutely. Another thing, too, that I remember from when I worked with that family with allergies was they would. I mean, they were close friends with their neighbors, many of them, but they would send out like a little flyer the week before on the street that they were planning on walking down and they would just say, Hey, we have a son without, with allergies, two sons actually. And, um, we were just wondering if you could provide a treat free of nuts, that would be great. Um, and I think they actually also set up so that they could have, like they would buy them. They offered to buy them for the house so that their oh, kids wow. could feel like they were still trick-or-treating. Um, they also did, though, I know that you were talking about earlier, the pumpkin fairy, which I know as the switch witch. Um, who it comes goes by and, many names, yes, but it's, it's a magical, great. magical experience. Um, the switch witch comes, and you get, in my experience, you get to pick five pieces of candy, which I'm sure the parent would approve as being nut-free. Right. So like maybe dum-dums or Laffy Taffy or whatever it is. And uh, then the rest of it goes into your bucket again. And overnight, the Switch Witch comes and replaces all the other candy with a toy, a brand new toy. And it's very exciting. Children don't really miss the candy if you give them something to replace it. So it's kind of a special way to make that experience still quite nice for them and quite meaningful and memorable, which is really what we all feel about Halloween, right? Right. Is I don't remember the candy I ate on Halloween. I remember dressing up and trick-or-treating and feeling like I got something special and I got to be a part of this community, which is really important for yes, children. Yes, it is. And so, and I know it as the pumpkin fairy, mm-hmm. which with the pumpkin fairy, what you do is separate out the allergy friendly candy mm-hmm. from the allergy faux candy faux. and allergy enemy yeah the allergy enemies <laughs> and so all of the the things that the child can't eat then go into a pumpkin and that is replaced with a toy though I think I like the switch switch better of you only get yeah. to keep five mm-hmm. um, and there's assonance there and there's switch which just there rhymes is. it's so great and witches are fun. <laughs> um, and so I think that both of those are really great ways to help children feel included. Right. Um, my way of handling it back in the 90s was just bargaining with kids on the playground. Ooh, smart. Of being like, I'll give you a Snickers for all your gobstoppers. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. I wanted instead. But. Because my candy was actually pretty high commodity because the ones with nuts yeah. are usually the that. best. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, and those were the ones I was trying to get rid of anyway. So it was great. <laughs> it worked out really well for me. And little nerd Martha loved. I would <laughs> Which sort. Which is still Martha right now. Yes. She's still little nerd Martha. But I would sort out all of my candy and chart it every oh, year. Sure. What you like best versus. And how many of each I got. Ooh. Because you are a little nerd, you sweet I little thing. I can't help it. <laughs> so that is the quick and dirty version on allergies. Uh, I hope that that was informative. Uh, if you are listening to this and you have any questions. I was just going to say, please write into her. She's so knowledgeable. Please. She knows a lot. 
I would love to answer your questions or put you uh, in touch with people that could Mm -hmm. answer your questions Mm -hmm. if I cannot. And I have a lot of resources because of the families that I've worked with, Mm -hmm. one of which the mom uh, of that family is a big campaigner at the school because the school that her son attends is very slow about accommodating allergies. Mm -hmm. And so she has researched a lot to back up what she needs for her son to attend that school and so please write in to chroniclesofnania at gmail.com and ask any questions or send in stories about allergies or resources that you have I would love new resources Uh, if we didn't mention one you're like oh my gosh this is the best thing ever please let me know because I would love to know and with that we're gonna end on a story from Katie and I actually haven't heard the story yet so I'm super excited I think it's hilarious so I hope you guys like it too this did not happen on my watch actually this was mom and dad's watch it is allergy related (laughs) perfect The dad was upstairs putting the youngest child down for a nap, and uh, he's rocking the child, who required a great deal of attention before he went down for a nap or sleeping for the night. And um, all of a sudden, he hears this screaming downstairs, and he goes downstairs, and his oldest son had picked up an EpiPen off the counter, which he had thought was the tester EpiPen because they make testers. They do. They're different colors, <laughs> they but I they're confusing. For you to try and feel the pressure of it. And it doesn't have a needle in it, obviously. No. So he picked up this EpiPen off the counter and he jammed it into his leg. Oh no. And he epied himself. But he had received epinephrine so many times before. Um, but the dad is like, oh my gosh. Because the mom's not home. The other one's upstairs. He's got the the oldest down here who's losing his mind because he was surprised. Yes. And it releases adrenaline. And that's yeah. like a life-saving, or not life-saving, I keep saying that. It's a time-saving technique. Right. Um, and so he's freaking out. He's like, what do I do? What do I do? And he calls his wife and she's like, well, he's had epis so many times before. We know he doesn't have a problem with the adrenaline. Right. You just let him learn this lesson. So he... <laughs> He learned not to um, pick up random EpiPens off the counter, and his mom and dad learned to store them higher up. So. Yes, good call. Yeah, hilarious Though, to me. Then that's then that defeats the purpose of him being storing, able to do himself. Yeah, storing yeah. them higher is so. Maybe oh. have a jar that's testers and yes, active, live yes, and active. Clearly, labeling I think yes. would solve that. It was that problem. Really funny to hear the story afterwards. Oh my gosh, I can't. That would be terrible. <laughs> Um, but kind of in a funny way, right? Yes. No, okay. definitely in a funny way. I wonder if the dad was like, all right, well, then clean your room. You oh, got man. all this adrenaline. That kind of house. They are they are hilarious. And they were such good sports about it. But it was it was really funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bless his heart. Yeah, he's a hoot. Well, thank you so much, Katie. You're welcome. For being here today. And thank you all for listening. The Chronicles of Nanny is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nanya and on Twitter at Nanya Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnanya at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.